This is an SBS radio podcast. Settlement Guide. Information, issues and stories about living in Australia. For new Australians, securing accommodation is an integral part of the settlement process. Community groups across the country work alongside governments to help those most in need develop sustainable and effective solutions. But one of these solutions, public housing, is now harder to find. For most, the housing crisis means increasing mortgages in our capital cities and the struggle to buy your first home. But for some people, the crisis runs much deeper. Some can barely afford to rent and may not even have a secure place to stay. Keith Jacobs, a professor at the University of Tasmania, is conducting an investigation into the key housing problems in Australia. So many people are just unable to live in good housing. Um, It seems that only very wealthy people now have the opportunity to buy a home and only very wealthy people can live in good private rental accommodation. So people on low incomes or people who rely on Centrelink, for example, or on welfare really are going to struggle. Public housing is one solution. It's provided by the government to assist people on low incomes, people who can't afford to own a home or may have problems renting in the private sector. The tenants still pay rent, but it's adjusted, so it's never more than 25% of their income. Priority is given to those most in need, like people with disabilities or people who have experienced family violence or homelessness. They can apply through their state housing authority. However, Keith Jacobs says because of underfunding, there's a massive shortage of public housing. The eligibility for public housing is usually determined by state housing authorities and they make decisions based on the level of need. Because there's such a shortage of public housing in the large cities, the state housing authorities have great trouble in actually allocating properties to all those people who probably need it. And usually in practice what now happens is that only the very vulnerable households, often people who are very elderly, people who might have severe disabilities, Um, people with young children who are out of work. They tend to be the people who usually are able to access housing. Currently, there are over 100,000 people without a home and around 160,000 households on public housing waiting lists across the country. Depending on the state, the wait can range from a few months to a few years. People have to turn to community organisations to find help. Refugees and humanitarian entrants are among those facing increased financial hardship while they solely rely on Centrelink payments. Liverpool Migrant Resource Centre's Olivia Ngai explains how they provide emergency relief assistance. Quite a lot of our clients are from Iraq. One of our clients had quite large bills. They're in a granny flat type situation and so they ended up paying for actually the, the main house as well as their own granny flat and they were quite unclear as to why the utility costs were so high that were covering both their own um, utility costs as well as the main providers and so um, through our support and the support of um, the energy and water ombudsman we were able to ensure that she was only paying her portion of um, utility costs. She says service providers like the Liverpool Migrant Resource Centre play a vital role in assisting the rental process. The best thing that we can do to support our clients is to make sure that they're clear in terms of what their responsibilities are so that they in turn demonstrate that they are able to really well maintain 
a property and are great tenants so that in future they have a much better chance of securing future rental properties in their own right. In Victoria, each year AMES Australia assists over 40,000 people by providing humanitarian settlement services for refugees and newly arrived migrants. AMES Australia's Settlement Accommodation Services team leader, Joseph Yuhana, knows what it's like to be a new migrant in need of a home. Uh, originally came from Iraq. I arrived to Australia in 2006 through the humanitarian program supported by UNSCR. I was in a neighboring country, Syria at that time, escaped from the war in Iraq, and I was accepted to Australia in 2006 together with my family. When we arrived to the airport, we were exposed with people, I mean, welcoming us, so they were kind of the settlement providers, and we didn't know what does that mean. Joseph and his family stayed with his aunt until they moved out to their own home. We lived in an area which is um, full of multiculturalism and cult communities. It's been in, uh, inherited to that northern region of Melbourne since 70s and 80s. So it's something usual to see a lot of people coming from different backgrounds um, because it's an affordable area. He says it's still challenging to rent somewhere close to the city. And there is a lack of affordable properties in Victoria. Most of our cold communities are in newly established areas. In the western suburbs, we're still lucky enough to have areas like Warabi and around it is affordable. We, have, we are lucky enough to have areas like Broadmeadows and surrounding in the northern suburbs of Melbourne still available and to the budget of the clients. Keith Jacobs explains that it's also the case with public housing. While there is some public housing close to the CBD in Sydney and Melbourne, it was mostly built in the outskirts of the cities, away from jobs and opportunities. Most of the people who want public housing um, usually want to stay in the neighbourhood where they're from and have access to good services and employment opportunities. Unfortunately, a lot of the public housing which was built in Australia tends to be on the outskirts of the large cities um, because it was actually cheaper to build uh, public housing uh, in that way. So we do know that some of the public housing estates in, say, for example, in Sydney are a long, long way from where the jobs are, and that's led to further disadvantage. Some Australians can count on the support of family and friends, but new arrivals lack networks in Australia and face isolation in their new communities. Joseph Johanna says community support is needed along the pathway of settlement. I believe the communities settled already in Australia have the role uh, to take on board to advocate the important factors on how to make a good journey for a new comers, new people arriving to Australia, to make them successful like others are successful. It's important to understand what affordable, accessible or achievable accommodation means in Australia. I would be encouraging actually the community to deliver the correct message to the newly arrived communities that in Australia it is not easy to rent property. It is a different system from back home. From any newly arrived person, it needs to take a journey um, until you get your first shelter approved. Considering how unpredictable the renting market is in the country, Keith Jacobs would like to see more money invested in public housing so that everybody can have a fair go. You're not going to be turfed out by your landlord if you live in the public housing and therefore your chances of creating good conditions for your, you and your family are much greater. So I suppose what I'm really saying is that it provides much more security for people who are 
very vulnerable. And the danger of getting rid of public housing or not providing public housing is you're forcing people to live very marginal and disadvantaged lives. It makes it harder for them to get jobs. It often leads to stress and therefore affects their health. According to the Australian Institute of Health and Welfare 2014 data, there are around 317,000 public housing units in Australia. Even if the large majority is occupied, some households, especially in rural areas, are available. To apply for public housing, get in touch with your state housing authority. Featured by Ildiko Dauda and Audrey Bourget. This was an SBS radio podcast. For more Settlement Guide stories, visit sbs.com.au slash radio.